Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Hello there, my friends. It's Silwan coming to you on Friday, the end of our Holy Week. Hopefully it has been a holy week for you. Got a little of that holy on today. Great Friday in our church. What happens on Great Friday? We remember Christ dying on the cross and his last words, it is finished. It's a solemn day filled with solemn services as we are reminded that God became man in order to die for us, a painful human death in order to show us a way to life. Yet, it is this day of death and despair that ultimately brings us hope. His sacrifice showing us what real life is. And on the third day, he will rise from the dead. And that's where our eyes will turn at the end of this day. His death and subsequent resurrection bring in a new trajectory to mankind. Instead of a trajectory of nothing but death and blackness, one of life and hope. It's a tough lesson. It's a tough image. But it's important for us, not just in the spiritual, medical, metaphysical sense, you know, what happens to me when I'm, I die? Where am I going to go? But it's a great lesson for any time in your life. You may be facing despair. And you wonder, what do I do with it? What do I do with this despair? What do I, especially when it's something that maybe you didn't deserve? Maybe it was a natural disaster. Maybe it was a crime that you were a victim of. Maybe it's something you did deserve and you wish you could go back in time and make a different choice. But whatever your despair is or wherever it may come from, you can always use it as an opportunity to do what? To turn to God. To turn to God, just like God and Jesus used this day of death as the launching pad to life, so can we. As we're told in Mark chapter 8, verse 35, if any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. Now that's hard. If you really own those words, it's hard because it's hard for us to give our stuff up. It's hard for us to deny ourselves. You know, when life's going good, we might feel good and we might be happy and our faith is something we do on Sunday morning or heck, we might even say, oh, I don't need to go to church on Sunday morning. I'm good. I believe in God. And why do we have such a, what the great Dietrich Bonhoeffer would probably call a cheap faith? It's because everything seems to be okay. We don't want to give it up. 
We don't want to give up that Sunday morning sleeping in. We don't want to give up our shiny things. We don't want to give up the things we spend our time doing. And man, it's hard. Just ask the rich man. Just ask the rich man that Christ spoke to. When he told him, well, give up all your stuff and maybe you'll find your way to heaven. And that's why as trite as it may sound, as convenient as it may sound, when we've been broken, when we face despair, that might just be the place that we can finally turn to God and find real hope. Because if our journey is that of Christ, that means we're going to die, but it also means we're going to live. And you know, it's really interesting. I think it's forgotten sometimes, especially in our own lives and why faith is so important and getting down on your knees is so important and why right now, even when things feel great, you got to be willing to deny yourself. It's this. Christ died. He rose from the dead. But then what? He, he was with us. He walked with us. And I think it's a lesson to us that our journey with God begins right here. It's not when we die. It's right now. That if you're willing to make that turn to get down on your knees, to use your despair if need be, to give up everything to follow God, or hopefully you don't need that. Maybe you can look at all your stuff and realize how temporal it is. Realize what it's keeping you from and, and give it up and simplify. And then if you can do that, in a sense, you're killing yourself. You know, you're killing yourself. You're killing that old self. Now, we like to say, how, oh, I got saved and I'm a new man. But you know what? We kind of go back to that old man, don't we? We start living that same life. We don't really live any differently than anyone who doesn't believe. We lose our flavor. We lose our salt. But if you really consciously and fully decide, I'm going to kill that old person and I'm going to live the way God intended me. The second you do that, man, you're communing with the saints. You are following the spirit of God. You are living a life that nobody can take from you because it lasts forever. It lasts forever. I told this story a long time ago, probably about a year ago, on one of the first Pilgrim's Odyssey podcasts. But it's days like this when I think of Christ's suffering and what it led to and the peace and the freedom that I can't help but think about that man I met all those years ago in a prison. In his 60s, white-haired, not the best health, probably not much time left on earth. He was never going to leave that prison. He was there for having committed horrendous, horrible acts, double murder. He was a monster. He was no one that anybody would have pity on. That at the time, you would have said, man, I wish there was a death penalty. He should be put to death because he committed his crimes when there wasn't a death penalty. Yet one day in his jail cell, looking up at the sky, he saw a bird flying, a bird with nothing, a bird that couldn't talk. And he realized how happy and free that bird was. And in that moment in his cell, he was happy and free. And he realized, my prison is not this cell. My prison is myself. 
And he wanted to be like that bird and he wanted to feel free. And with nothing serving a life sentence, he got down on his knees and he turned to God. And he learned to be filled with grace and to live by faith. And I have probably never met a more free human being in my life than him. Because his home was not in that prison. His home was in someplace else. And he talked it and he lived it and he shined it. And who knows how many lives have been influenced by him People he'll never know, he'll never meet, he'll never see. And see, that's the opportunity we have when we turn to God. Now, I would hope it's not going to take you being broken. It's not going to take you being in despair, but it might. But either way, when you turn to God and you get down on your knees, you give up whatever you need to give up to focus on what is important. You tap into the opportunity that God gave us by allowing his son to die a horrible death that we remember on this true Great Friday. So until next time, my friends, which will be Monday, I want you to aim high. And as always, usually the best way to aim high is to get down on your knees, bow your head. And then when you're able to spread your wings with humility and the spirit of God and prayer and love, my goodness, it'll go on forever. And you will feel like that whatever comes your way, you will be sustained and you will be able to face it because you will be keeping your eyes on the things that matter, not the things that turn to dust, not the things that distract us from what we we're created to do and be, but because your eyes are on the things that matter, the things the Christ eyes were on today and allowed him to endure because he knew what was coming next. A life of peace, a life of grace, and may you find all of those things, my friend. So until next time, may you find a little bit of peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.